moved half of that flight. I said I compete at Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests, and we, uh, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a Death Centaur, Sean. I'm just, you know, every every time it's delightful when I find out what I am this week. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I mean it's good to have, like, a moment of discovery on a regular basis. Now, my desk centaur is in, I work a desk job, I have a horse body, and I have to get home to the kids at five. Or I'm a desk centaur in the sense that my human... You're part desk? Yeah, my back end is desk. Yes. Oh, the second one. Okay, good. I'm glad that we're yeah. on the same page. Yeah, so here, here's what... The, so today we're going to be talking about Korvac. And uh, I just posted a picture of what he looks like. That is a, that's a desk centaur. It's almost maybe a control panel centaur. <laughs> well, I mean, well, the what the picture that I have on, in the book is a little bit more of a desk centaur. Like it's it's really weird uh, how they just do different pictures very quickly. Hey, who's that DC character who has the chair? The uh, cosmic chair. Morbi- no, no, uh, Mobius. Mobius? Is it like Mobius? That. I thought that was that can't be. It's like, it's like, it's something M-O-B-U-S. I don't know what the... It's Mobius Share. Is it Metron. Mobius? It's Metron. I thought of oh, it a Metron. Okay. second before. Anyway, the reason I brought this up is because... What was his name again? Metron? No, the new guy. The the, the desk chairman. The desk Cor- Corvac? Corvac. Looks like someone critically misunderstood the pitch for Metron. But uh, I sent a picture of that looks more like a desk. It does look more like a desk. It also kind of looks like a like a 1970s era hi-fi stereo. I mean, who says a hi-fi stereo can't also be a desk? Nobody has ever said that sentence to me. I think possibly because if they had said that, I would have thought they were having a stroke. Like, it's not really something that people talk about a lot. I mean, I think about this stuff all the time. I mean, you know, I'm asking the hard You're thinking questions. about multi-use office furniture and its sound playback capabilities. Exactly. <laughs> you know? It's, you know, sometimes, sometimes you have a, uh, sometimes you have something that does two things. So what's, what's Metron's, do? what is he, Cree? Oh, no, this is not Metron. This no, is, darn it. This Corvac. is Corvac. What's Corvac's deal? Is he Cree? We're gonna get into that. It's a little wacky. Okay. Uh, Take me on the journey. But, but, uh, but that's his first form. I'll, I'll reveal his second. Well, you'll, you could see it in the picture I sent you. He looks like a big, a big buff dude. He but it sure is does. Oh, he transforms yeah, so, into that. I thought that was just yeah. like his older brother back there. <laughs> no, that that's his older brother saying, "Hey, stop making fun of my, <laughs> making fun of my little brother." I know he's half desk, but that doesn't mean you can make fun of him. <laughs> If I get cut in half, Jesse, don't put me on a desk, okay? Put put my bottom half on something cool with wheels. With wheels, okay. I'll put you on. I'll put you on one of those like dinner carts. That's all right. At least it's mobile. You can get me a broom yeah. handle, and I can like punt it around like I'm rowing a boat. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll I'll do that for you. I, can, I feel I, like I, I can maneuver okay good. that way. The healthcare is good enough up there that they could give you like a full leg transplant with like machinery, right? I don't know that it's. I don't know that we've invented bionics, but um, well, no, 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 no. I'm not saying machinery could be as simple as a wedge. Oh, okay. Simple well, machine. You know. <laughs> I'm hoping to get. If, I'm honestly, a wedge isn't that much better than a desk, but. Well, I mean, I don't know. Well, okay. If they did a will, as long as they mounted you right, would you be okay with it? A what? Like just a will, like a will. A will. Like. A, a will. Am I saying that right? What are you? Will? Like will? I think you're saying will, will is in will and testament. Do you mean will? Will. 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 Yes. I can't. I keep on not saying the H. Spell the it. word. Uh, w h e l. Okay. Will. All right. Sorry. It's will. I've never run across a word that you pronounce that much differently than me. But I guess we do have subtly different accents. Yeah. Will. Yeah. But uh. But it will. Uh, if it has an axle, but, like, sure. If I'm attached to the wheel and I have to roll around with it, that would suck. Okay, so, okay, so, how about this? You're on, okay, so you're on it, and they give you, like, a nice little, like, they they basically, you know how Gizmo Duck goes around? Yeah, I could live with that. Okay, well, I mean, you don't, I mean, the body, I mean, the body part will be your meat. Like, my your human meat, meat, your meat, my suit. flesh. Your, 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 
<laughs> okay, sorry. One thing. One thing I just brought yep. up. Um, someone, uh, someone on Tumblr had the idea that what if the reason why skeletons in D and D are mad at you is because they, sorry, uh, they they just they're just jealous of other skeletons showing off their meat. It's it's ostentatious in a way that you know. They're really more bare bones kind of people, I guess, is what it comes yeah, down. Yeah, you know, to. it's just like, hey, like, why are you why are you showing off with that, with that meat? Like, you're just walking around with all that meat. Like, you don't like eat you it. own the place, honestly. But, but, uh, but I think, but like, it would be powered. It would be a powered will. You yeah, still have to row that. yourself around. Okay, okay. So, uh, I mean, I, I know what to get you for Christmas. <laughs> Okay, that's fine if you get me the wheel on spec, but then later I get cut in half for unrelated reasons. If you're going to cut me in half for Christmas, okay. the less... Yeah, you'll probably forget it. It's January, you'll forget it by December anyway. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I mean, it's on the list already. I'll put, like, an asterisk next to it and be, like, before the cut in half. Before, don't part. cut me in half. I would prefer to stay okay, intact okay. if so I could. So I'll put another asterisk. I'll put another asterisk. Not on purpose. Sure, yeah. If you okay. happen to arrange an industrial accident, there's nothing anybody can do about that. Yeah. Well, no, it can't be on purpose. So I can't purposely do right. it. But now, if I now if I happen upon people who overhear me, <laughs> and they somehow get the idea, that's wow, different. this is not what I want to put out into the world on this podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be looking <laughs> over my shoulder for the rest of the year now. <laughs> hey, 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 Laura. Hey, do you, do you do you have a Christmas present yet? For- I mean, honestly, knowing her, it's possible she bought my present for next year. She is ahead of the game on Christmas. More so than anyone well, I else do, I know. I don't do Christmas at all, so. Oh, I see, well. But, I mean, you could be the one person I give a Christmas gift to. It, you know what? You know? I would be honored. Yeah, okay. Jesse, I am hungry for information on this Corvette guy. <laughs> uh, I just need to make sure I don't smudge the... The asterisk not on purpose. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, no, that's so. important. You get that <laughs> okay. down. So. Hey, does so, this desk so, body have, like, one little monopod foot underneath it? No, it has, like, a little rocket. <laughs> which makes no sense, because, like, that's off-weight. Horribly off-weight. It's making, like, it, he, so he hovers around on his, he doesn't just sit still. Okay, well, at least he's mobile. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so, so you're thinking, okay, so we already know this is Avengers level villain. We already know that. Look like it, but sure. Well, he's an Avengers level villain. I mean, his big brother behind him is at least Avengers level. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and we know, and we know that it's you know has to be big and impressive because it's a big energy Mm -hmm. sending back there. What do you think his name would be? The big energy dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's the same person, both. Okay, so Korvac is the little one. I'm going to say... Well, no, both are Korvac. Both, both are Korvac. Both are Korvac. The big one is, uh, I was going to say Brovac, because he was his older brother, but that's not it. Um, yeah. Um, is it Perpcules? Because he's purple and very muscular. No, his name is Michael Korvac. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Michael, you know Mike. Mike, you Mike? know Mike. You know the half desk fellow. The half desk, the half desk <laughs> fellow. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Mike. Yep. Okay, so you know he's Mike. he's. I thought he was going to be cosmic from his design. I thought new gods, even though that's DC. But that was the first like impression I got of him. Um, but no, he's from Earth. I mean, you think it's from Earth? I mean, no, it his, is. His <laughs> name is Michael. <laughs> <laughs> no, little did you know. Well, I uh, so as I don't know uh, if I, I don't know when this episode is going to be out because it's uh, a three part series just turned into a seven part series <laughs> on demons uh, on uh, on creepy critters. Creepy critters okay. But there's a demon. There's a demon called Amy. So you know, a- just Amy. Movies. Well, you know Amy. what? That's yes, fitting because I actually do know one guy whose name is Michael who isn't from Earth, and he is the Archangel Michael. So. Yeah, so, you know, it could have been from the Tenth Realm, Heaven. So, uh, <laughs> so his occupation is former computer, te- uh, computer technician. Current computer. Current. Well, no, okay. no. Right. 
No. And would be master of the universe. Like, would be. He-Man style? Well, like He-Man. <laughs> I guess, <laughs> I don't know. I think it was supposed to be more like a would-be conqueror. Oh, okay. But like, oh, but like, master of the universe. It's very much a He-Man thing. Yeah, that was my first thought anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, his existence was not known to the general public in the 20th century Earth. Michael, so Michael was unpopular. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. There's a keyword there. 20th century Earth. Oh, he's from the future. Oh, oh, oh he picked it up. Uh, and um, he is a citizen of the Earth and subject of the Badoon Empire. Oh, Ooh, so things didn't go so good for Oh, that, yeah, yeah. I wonder if he might be tied to a certain group that was turned into a different type of group that people don't remember the old version of. <laughs> I don't know what you're uh, referring to, to be honest. You're going to get it eventually. Okay. Uh, uh, he, he, his other aliases is Michael. You know, people call him Michael. And also, the enemy. That is, I think, perhaps overstating the importance of Korvac. And his place of birth was North America, Earth, in an alternate future of the 31st century. Oh, the Guardians of the, 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 Guardians of the Galaxy? Original Guardians, the original of, the Guardians Galaxy, yeah. of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I see century. what you meant, a group of people who later were a different group of people. Now I know what you're talking about. Okay, we're on. Yeah. So they um, fought like Yandu. Yeah. So his place of death was Forest Hill Gardens, Queens, New York. North, New York. And, uh, Poor little Michael. No known relatives. No one no one told him about his, you know, relatives. Well, that's a shame. Um as uh his group affiliation, former leader of the band of alien renegades. Sure. He's not an alien himself. Well, it depends on what planet you're on when you're talking about him, doesn't it? No, he was born on Earth, North America. He's not an alien to Earth, he's an alien to Mars though. I mean, it depends on it depends on how how far you think citizenship reaches. I mean, if the two planets are ruled by the same government, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, his base of, uh, his base of operations, thirty first century Earth, later Forest Hill Gardens, Queens, New York, in the twentieth century. Okay, so he, he did first showed up. <clears throat> he first showed up in Giant Size Defenders, issue oh, like number the old three. Cool Defender. It was Hulk. Daredevil. What is Daredevil adding to a team that the Hulk is on? <laughs> uh, mm, okay, first off, uh, don't don't badmouth my my good boy, Daredevil. And second off, yeah, I like Daredevil. It's just what's he? But uh, he uh, but yeah, he appeared in Giant Sizes Defenders issue number three in January nineteen seventy five. Games Godling plays the World Destroyers and the House of Shadows. <laughs> Um, and this was this was pretty much the uh, the OG one, where yeah. it had uh, Valkyrie, Namor, a Hulk, and well, no, this technically is an OG. OG would be uh, no, Hulk. Silver Surfer's on the yeah, Silver team, Surfer, right? Hulk, Namor, and uh, and Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange would have been the original. But the Defenders technically is not a group. Yeah, they just like needed some guys to do something. One it's day, a right? loose, it's a loose affiliation of heroes. Yeah, uh, but yeah, this is this has uh, Hulk, Daredevil, uh, Doctor Strange, Namor, and Valkyrie. And if you look at the cover, I think it's a pretty decent cover. I think I'd be interested in it. Yeah, Man Bat's there, which is weird. Uh, and tech. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you have uh, Namor fighting the the lizard, I think. Yeah, or a lizard, or man, a lizard anyway. man. Oh, potentially yeah. a Badoon. Maybe actually, Badoons are reptilian. So the Badoons are reptilian, right? Yeah, I think they wear pants though. I mean, that, that one isn't. I mean, I mean, like I I don't like uh, like honestly, Namor. Shouldn't be wearing pants. I don't know. I was trying to make a point about Namor being clothed in this, <laughs> and it doesn't work. Uh, but you He's have wear more pants than usual. Well, yeah, Namor is wearing too much clothes right now. Let's just say that he needs to be as <laughs> naked as possible at all times. First off, 
it's certainly a design philosophy. Well, 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 no, it's the first off, like, he needs as much skin as exposed as possible so he could breathe water better. I'm pulling the Kojima defense right now. Okay, um, yeah, sure. Um, and also, I mean, how are we supposed to see his abs? His very shredded abs. No, that's no, that's about. I mean, he is the king of Atlantis. What if I need to grate some cheese? How am I going to do it without Namor's shredded how, abs how, on him? How are you going to compare something to a Ninja Turtle if you're not able to see his shredded abs? <laughs> but, Look, hang on. I just want to. I want to take a minute and note something about this cover. There. So you got Doctor Strange, who's like zapping Grandmaster. What looks like a giant vampire face. It's Grandmaster. Uh, with his laser, that's the Grandmaster. Okay, uh, that's not what the Grandmaster looks like these days, is it? He's like, nah, he looks different. Okay, um, the Hulk is being struck by some kind of axe. It looks. I like. I don't know who that is. By a mounted, it honestly, looks somewhere between a Viking and Skeletor. Um, it's on air. Yeah, he's, he's he's wrestling the Gorn, very much like Jim Kirk, and Daredevil is standing at the back, like. Not contributing anything to this fight scene. Well, he's probably very confused about what's going on because they're on a chessboard and he just hears yeah. a bunch of fighting around him and probably doesn't know what's going on, really. And, like, again, he is blind but for his radar sense, so, like, the bat guy flying overhead is probably playing havoc with that. Yeah. Uh, and Daredevil's basically just there because the Grandmaster needed one other person and he was just kind of, like, there. He just grabbed him. Yeah, I noticed that there's a little bubble with the, the actual defenders in it, and Daredevil isn't in there. Yeah. Co-starring Daredevil, the man without fear. Yeah. So. He's, he's a guest in this one. Now, now, is he without confusion? No, he's filled with tons of confusion right now. He doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> the man of perplexion. The man that doesn't know what is going on. Who are you people? Why is there a giant head? Now, uh, let's get into this. We've been running long, but we have a wacky story yeah. to tell. Okay, let's hear this wacky, wacky story. story. Okay. So, uh, he died. To his final appearance, a uh, wink, uh, is in Avengers <laughs> one, uh, 178. Wink. Uh-huh. Wink. Yeah, that's his final appearance, wink. Now, did he die in the 20th century, or... 20th century. Does that mean that he died before he was born? I mean, don't, don't talk about time travel and Marvel. <laughs> that's what like that's why we had age of ultron we don't want another age of ultron yeah uh, i have a whole like i'm not gonna do it on your show because i respect you but um i i have a whole spiel about how like there are four things you shouldn't have in your superhero comics and time travel is one of them no i i don't i feel like if you're doing closed loop time travel it's okay if it's a closed yeah. loop but, like, uh, taking a character to a different century most of the time ends up being boring and, like, forgetting what's fun about the character. Now, if you set them in a universe of that, or, like, they were originally, like... Yes, absolutely. That's different. So, like, one of the other things on the list is magic, which obviously doesn't apply to Doctor Strange, because his whole thing is magic. Or Thor, because he lives in a magical world. But if you put Spider-Man in a story with magic, there's not a lot of, like, cool ways he can interact with. Uh well, uh I give you the I give you the uh the solution to that because they're currently doing that one uh uh, uh Spider Man miniseries where the hobgoblin took the reality stone and made a different oh. reality where he became the sorcerer yep. supreme. Uh, oh cool! So they finally caught up to Emperor Joker, huh? Well, <laughs> well, it's also supposed to be something I was said in his past, like something happened in his past. Gotcha. You know the oh is that is that who the um the like, guy with all the centipedes has been in Spider-Man No, 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 this is completely separate thing. Oh, okay. No, the Hobgoblin. No, no. But, uh, we still don't have a really good answer for that, by the way. Uh, but, so, Michael Korvac was a highly skilled computer technician on Earth in an alternate future of 30, the 31st century, uh, of, who offered his services to, uh, freely to the Badoon when they invaded the solar system, in uh, 3007. Um, his highly his his superior uh, abilities were recognized by the alien conquerors. And Korvac was soon given uh, the task of overseeing the uh, analytical computer system governing the Badoon Empire on their throne world, Mord. A zealous worker. Wow, they, they took him off Earth and, and sent him some. Well, you know what? The Romans did that. Uh, well, no, they, they, well, they did that for a lot of people. That's why we have Charlie 23. 
who is because he was genetically uh actually genetically altered to be able to work on um Jupiter. Jupiter, yeah, I remember yeah. that guy. Um so like when you're an empire, the Romans would let people from their colony serve in their empire on the condition that they had to serve uh in a different colony than the one they were from. Because if you have people working in the place they're from and getting power there, they will lead a revolt eventually. Yeah, pretty much. So they did pretty much the Roman Empire thing. A zealous worker, Corvac collapsed one day while on the job, and his supervisor decided to punish him by amputating his lower half of his body and grafting it, the remaining part, on a mobile computer module, in effect turning him into a cyborg. (laughs) I mean, yeah, but not a good... Like, if you want a computer on you and you're going to be a cyborg, you want it in your brains, right? Yeah, make it to where the... Not your your pelvis. I mean, but also... Okay, wait. Okay. So, here's the first wacky part. Um, I'm pretty sure if I... Because I work at a call center. I'm pretty sure if I was caught sleeping on the job, Uh they wouldn't, like, cut off my ear and, like, attach, like, the... Attach, like, the, um... The headset onto my head. Something. Sure. Now, part of the reason they wouldn't do that is because you're like a citizen of a country that has at least the pretense of individual rights. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yes, we do definitely have pretenses of individual rights. Um, so, but I just, I just find it uh, wacky that it would be like, hey, you fell asleep? Well, I'm going to cut off your legs now. <laughs> and also, I think he's the lowest form of cyborg, also. Being a- yeah, I mean, he's he's the kind of cyborg where, like, the machine part, is grafted to a human body part that has no relation to the machine part's function. Yeah. Awakening... Okay, well, <laughs> this is a bad wake-up. Awakening to discover the cruelty it acted on him, he used a cybernetic ability to slay those who performed the operation. How? <laughs> okay, so... What cybernetic ability did that give him? So, we talked about a person uh, literally last week. That mm-hmm. lit- the last episode actually, where they teleported themselves into the floor, they became part of a building. I can't okay. get at that confusion anymore because I don't know. I mean, did they have control over the building? No, no, no. I, listen, do, I'm looking do, at this picture of Corvax, and there's literally parts of the computer that he can't see. So I can't because he doesn't have the ability to, to turn around. Can't get into that. Like there's there's interface components that are behind him. I I can't. I can't get into Has this. he has he, he operating it? We can't. Okay, alright. I'll I, leave it aside. I'm just saying. I like we, there's I'm, no logic. That's further proof that he's a really sucky cyborg. We can't like there's no logic to this. And there mm. never will be. Also, he turns into the big brother version of himself later, so doesn't matter as much. Yeah. But uh, he soon realized the vast <laughs> potential of his new form, and tapping into the Badoon's master computer system, began plotting a takeover of the Home Empire. Before he could carry out his plan, however, he was transported through time by the galactic gamesman called the Grandmaster to be used as a pawn do that. in one of his alien games. That's the thing that he does. In this game, Korvac and others were pitted against each other, against the uh, defenders. Korvac allowed himself to be beaten so he could be con- so he could computer scan the Grandmaster's power without his, his knowledge. Korvac's cybernetic console had the capacity to tap and synthesize virtually any type of energy in such a matter. Korvac analyzed the Grandmaster's power and siphoned part of it. And returned to his own era in the 31st century. Korvac used his expanded abilities to teleport himself to a desolate planetoid where he built himself a stronghold. Now able to travel through time like the Grandmaster, Korvac recruited an elite group of alien henchmen and plotted the takeover of the galaxy. I told you. That's, what did I say? When, you're, when you draft people into your empire, they will try and take over. If you give them power. Talked about this four minutes ago. And once you teleport them outside your empire through time travel, they'll try and take over another empire. They just can't be stopped. Te- well, <laughs> technically, it wasn't the Badoons who did it. 
there was an outside True. force. True, okay, fair enough. You know. The, yes, but he did attempt to take over the Badoon Empire. Now. Let the record show. One of Korvac's earliest known stratagems was to send a power siphon beam into the sun of his native solar system in order to cause it to go nova, so, so he could siphon the energies. However, thanks to the intervention of the Guardians of the Galaxy and the Asgardian uh, thunder god Thor, who was accidentally tele- teleported to the 20 from the 20th century. Prob- How many accidental time travel incidents do you guys have? It's like Star Trek. Uh, I mean, it's it's Marvel. Korvac's <laughs> um, scheme was uh, foiled, and Korvac himself was teleported to safety. But the Guardian soon picked up his trail. The Guardian, uh, the in the tw- uh, the Guardian, sorry, but in the 20th century, Korvac's sensors. Uh, detected an enormous powerful power source that prov- that proved to be the world uh, ship of the planet eater Galactus. Plugging himself into mm. the computer central computer who hasn't made that mistake. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Plugging himself into the computers the ship's central computer system, he absorbed such knowledge and power and nearly became omnipotent. Using his godlike powers, he created himself a perfect human body where he expanded his consciousness for the desire of revenge and was supplanted by the loftier uh, and loftier ambitions to become the malevolent progenitor of the entire universe. Progenitor? Yeah. Are you sure that's what it says? Progenitor, yes. That's not what that means. Okay. No, no, no. He had a lofty role. Did he go back in time to the beginning of the universe and thereby create the universe? Yes, he wants to create the universe. He wants to create the universe. Yes. That's really Assuming assuming control. Okay, I just I heard that and I just assumed that they used the word wrong because the alternative was even dumber, but here we are in the alternative. (laughs) Uh, After assuming control, he planned to reshape the universe in order to eliminate all chaos and rectify all injustices that society of the universe have wrought. Until such a time he could bring about his vision, he decided to return to Earth, his home world, and live comfortably among mankind. Not as a Centaur. As a nine-foot-tall purple man. Well, he's omnipotent and can almost do anything. He probably just turned, he turned himself into, like, a blonde-eyed, blue-eyed man. Uh, sure, you know, dig. Like okay. a tall, you know, like how, you know, a tall white man. You know. Yeah, like how the Beyonder always showed up. Well, well, ones. yeah. Um, well, that was Secret Wars too. Yeah, yeah. Where you were, Spider Man taught him how to poop. That's messed up. Oh yeah, I read that one. Yeah, no, <laughs> that, that's why. That's why. I mean, the only good part of 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 uh, Secret Wars two was Spider Man teaching a, a nipotic god how to poop. He went by the name Michael and took up a consort. Took for a consort a model named Clarina. Walters, who was in reality the daughter of the Grandmaster's fellow Elder of the Universe, the Collector, sent to spy on Korvac. Uh. The Guardians outfitted their spaceship uh, spaceship dry dock with time travel capacity and materialized in the 20th century on Korvac's trail. They joined forces with the Avengers. The uh, the century enhanced the sensory enhanced Guardian named Starhawk, discovered Korvac's whereabout and went alone to confront him. In a battle that took place on both the physical and astral planes of existence, Korvac totally obliterated Starhawk. He then restored his foe, atom by atom, to his corporeal form, so no one would know of his defeat. The only difference made in Starhawk's reconstruction is that Starhawk would no longer be able to perceive Korvac's existence in any way. What? I mean, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, it's a little confusing. I mean, it's so con- like it's he convoluted. Can see everything around him is he? Just, is it like the Invisible Man, where Starhawk can't see him doing stuff, but he can no, see no, the no. he can't find stuff his stuff that he's moving around with his hands. He can't find his energies. Oh, he can't the track is him. Moving all by itself, he can't okay. track him. That there's a big difference there. He should have made it where he's invisible uh, to him. Yeah, that that would have been better. A lot funnier. Um, well, no, actually, no, no. He was unable to perceive Korvac. Perceive him in any no, no. way, right? Perceive, yeah, in any way. No, he was basically invisible. Never mind. Was that it, made it make more sense in my head. 
Right. Because, like, you're looking at him. And he's, you can't see him, but you can see the pencil that he's moving around all spooky like. Well, well maybe, maybe him carrying a pencil would make it to where you would know of some uh, of his existence, even if you don't know it's exactly him. And then, and then, and then the pencil would go invisible as well. The pencil would go okay. It's <laughs> like because like I think it's a different than being invisible and not being able to see someone's existence. Because like yep. you could be under a That's... sheet and I would know of your existence. Yes, I see your point. Okay, but does that mean that until you know that it's him who's under the sheet, you can perceive the sheet? No, you're but, saying but no, not. But no, but it's still his existence. It's 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 his existence because he possessed existence. Like where does that end? Can you not see his apartment? Doesn't the absence of something that should be there uh, tell you that he's the one who removed it? Um. So, uh, Starhawk became saucific. Um, and he no longer believes anything outside of his door, outside <laughs> of the room. Um, so, so yes, he be- he he lost object permanence. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying that that's a that's a line of thinking that opens up a lot more questions than it does answers. Yeah, you get into like you you get into like a Kant the Kant versus uh. Bertram Russell's uh, idea of what <laughs> self is and existence and objective reality and reality. You know, there's a lot of... This is a surprisingly philosophical episode for the one that was about the desk boy. Yeah. The man whose who's legs are a desk. So, um, so yeah, so Starhawk was sent away with no memory of what transpired, and Korvac just started, you know, doing his things again. Next time Korvac was forced to act, it was when the Collector began capturing the Avengers to save them from Korvac. The Collector foresaw Korvac's attempt to obtain universal sovereignty that would cause great conflicts against the powers of the cosmos, which he would, mm-hmm. which would ultimately destroy the universe. To prevent the Collector from revealing his premonitions to the Avengers, Korvac disintegrated him with a long-distance bla- power blast by the time Katrina uh, had switched alliances from her father to Korvac. So she got Stockholmed, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when they pinpointed the source of the beam that killed the Collector. By the way, the Collector came back because he's a. Because it's almost impossible to kill uh, Elder of the Universe. Oh, yeah, he's Tantalir Tavar. You have to kill the. You just the kill Tantalir Tavar. You have to kill the entire universe. Like, you have to destroy the universe. You don't want to do that. Yeah. It can take a lot of work. Yeah, no. You know, it's just say Thanos keeps trying. Well, well, he destroyed half of the universe so he could impress impress the woman who never will ever give him anything. Which, honestly, is almost a more sensical explanation than the one they put in the movie. We we can't. It's too far (laughs) off. We gotta gotta stick to this guy. mm, I just think so. Okay, so what? One thing. Uh, so they pinpointed the source of the beam that killed the collector, and the Avengers and the Guardian traveled to Gorvax's home in Forest Hills, and the team didn't would not have recognized the unassuming Michael as their enemy if Starhawk had not known something was amiss when he could not see a man that they were talking to, which is. <laughs> I told you, what? the man didn't become invisible. Well, no, he became invisible. No, Korvac did. No, but the man that Korvac was talking to didn't become invisible the same way yeah. that if he was holding up a pencil, he'd still be able to see the pencil. I feel like, I still feel like if they were logically going to do that, I feel like anything that was an extension of his existence, because like you don't feel the existence of someone who lives who lives in like Sweden right now. Sure, you don't feel their then existence. You also- Presumably, Starhawk couldn't still see his shirt hovering. Yeah, so like, so I feel like what, uh, like, logically or philosophically, I don't know, depending on how, what your idea of existence and sense of self (laughs) is, I feel like it should extend to anything that conveys existence to him as well. Which, in this case, would be the guy who's talking to him, right? Yes. Like, any, so like, basically, like, like the house would, like, disappear and all that stuff. And Korvac would just be standing there and be like, okay, cool, what happened? And then as soon as he got far enough away, they're just like, what happened? 
you know. Starhawk just very confused at where everybody's going. <laughs> yes. As soon as they land, as soon as they land a Quinjet close by, they're just like, oh, why are we landing in this empty lot? So how do things turn out for, for yeah. Desk Legs? Uh, desk Legs, uh, who is actually Energy Dude right now. Uh, okay, sure. Sorry. Uh, you can you can kind of just tell that someone was like, this is a stupid design. Every, who, who, who did this? Who's created this? We need to fix it. And that was why they turned him to Giant Energy Man. So Korvac, uh, like, was compelled to battle and destroy, you know, the peoples, and they destroy, and, uh, and for fear that they would rally, like, great powers of the universe against him, after slaying waves of waves of champions, Korvac looked at his beloved Katrina, um, not Katrina, Karina, for emotional, uh, for moral support, and found a flicker of hesitation, and decided to end his life instead of continue on with the hopeless battle against the universe. Okay. Um <laughs> Okay. I have one more I have one more thing to say. I have one more paragraph. I need to talk about that. Oh <laughs> Let's let's go ahead. Enraged, uh Karina lashed out at the survivors until she realized the futility of all uh of all of it and committed suicide. At the instant of the death, uh Korvac magnanimously restored life to all the Avengers and Guardians that he had slain. Moon Dragon, one of the beings present, who was not being killed, explained to the fellow survivor, survivor Thor, that she could have she could telepathically been in rap- rapport with Korvac, and dis- oh, no. and believed him not to be evil by her definitions. Now, I have two things to say. First off, Moon Dragon literally enslaved an entire uh, entire uh, planet before. Sure. And made them so call her a goddess. Definitions of evil we should I'm be. just saying, Moon Dragon, not a great person if you want to know what's not evil or not. I would yeah. say she's more great at best. Uh, second off. Sean. No, Sean. I'm trying to gather my thoughts here. Oh. The idea okay. of seeing a flicker of hesitation in someone's eyes uh-huh. and then immediately killing yourself is a That's, little dramatic. Like, you should give it ten minutes. Give it a little <laughs> bit of time. See how things work out, right? Like, give it a tiny amount of time. Like, a little bit. probably consider that a little further. Like, be like, well, why did you hesitate? Maybe it's because you killed legions of people. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, give it a little bit of time. Also... Just a little extra. Also, being a regular person trying to defeat Thor and Moon Dragon. It realizes uh-huh. that it's not working, and also just killing yourself. <laughs> little dramatic. I mean, it's first of all, it's quitter talk. Like it's just very dramatic. I mean, give it a little bit of time. Like, be like, you know what? This is what I should do. There's nothing left. Like, give it like ten more minutes. You know? Yeah. Like, I would accept it more if you waited ten minutes. Uh, I mean, I'm not prepared to accept it at all, but yeah, but no, you definitely shouldn't do it without thinking. Yeah, d- d- at least think about it a little bit. So, I'm just gonna say, uh, I think that was not the smartest move on Korvac's part. Also, a thing that they failed to bring up, which is why I thought this was gonna be wackier, is uh-huh. the Game Master has an opponent, normally. Uh, right and uh, that his name totally escapes me. Yeah. Well. Well. No. No. This is this is a person who was different. <laughs> so, uh, have you ever different? heard of a character called the Prime Mover? Well, I mean, that's the name of that. That's one way to refer to God, but I doubt that's what Marvel's talking about. Mm, I don't know. Uh, so the Prime Mover. Is a sentient robot created by Doctor Doom, mm-hmm. who really like playing like games of ch- like chess with sentient pawn. Right. Yeah. We definitely have left behind the actual like meaning of the phrase "prime mover." But... It showed up in like Strange Tales, uh, for like five issues in the sixties. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they use like shield in their games, so they use like LMDs and. Duplicates of the Yellow Claw, which I'm not going to get into. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that racist pile of crap. Uh, 
but <laughs> but basically the prime mover like kind of you know they he, he was like kind of just playing a game with with doom because doom you know was a little bored basically sure uh and the prime mover was like really good at playing complex games as just strategy and um basically he lost that time because it was like a little too like calculating and didn't have like human mm-hmm. error like built in right but you know dr doom kind of left him you know and he just developed like a rocket device for himself and just went to deep space from Lutveria. <laughs> uh, then, oh, okay, and this is how he ended up. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, there's more to it. There's more to it. Uh, of course there's more to so it. So he added alien technology to himself. And he had like ways to like subtly uh, manipulate reality. Including like memories and oh, emotions. I think I have run across them. Um, and uh, the thing is is we don't really know if this was like a one-off thing or not. Which thing was a one-off thing? The reality warping. We don't know. That's not great. Yes. So, um... You really want to be sure with a guy like that. So, the Game Master was playing a game against this robot that Dr. Doom built to play chess. Which means Dr. Doom can create things that can... Warp reality? Why isn't he warping reality himself? He, he does all the time. Leaving aside Emperor Doom. He does all the time. He literally okay. made he literally made a new universe of secret secret wars. Sure, he no, had I a little bit it. of help. I, read that. I mean he I mean he had a little bit of help from Molecule Man, but like, you know, he's had reality warping powers multiple times. He just okay. realizes I'm but, just saying but the reason why As he keep losing to Reed Richards. Well the reason why is He's seen uh-huh. he's seen like billions of futures, and the only one that survives where humanity survives is the one where he takes over, uh, takes over in like a hundred years. Oh, interesting. So he kind of he's going to be around. Then. Yeah, he's uh, I guess he doesn't have magic's most potent to keep him alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's the prime mover. That's the part that wasn't mentioned uh, in this. Well, maybe the prime mover shows up in another part of the book. Not really. Not really. He showed up in, like... No? No. <laughs> no. He's not even in the official handbook? No. That's a slap in the not face. Not even mentioned. So he shows that must up... must hurt your feelings. So he shows up in... I think three? Well, no, he shows up later in one of the later handbooks that was made oh, in, like, okay. the 2000s, which I'll eventually get to. But he shows up... Well, at, least, at least he had honorable mention. Yeah, he shows up in, like, Three. No, no. Yeah, three issues. Oh, okay, so he's not that. He's not that important. I just wanted I just want people to know about that. Because it's weird about the one time the Doctor Doom created a reality warping super robot. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's pretty messed up. It's pretty messed up. So yeah, that's that's uh That's Korvac. You have any th- oh, well okay, wait. Sean, I have one more question for you. Are they still dead? Is he still dead? No. Because, and I'll tell you why I think this, there's no way that at the very least someone writing Deadpool didn't bring him back to make fun of his his, uh, desk licks. So yeah, uh, he was brought back pretty quickly. Yeah, he was brought back pretty quickly. So there was a series called Corvac Quest. Uh, basically, he released like a bunch of his uh, cosmic abilities to, like, to his ancestors. Uh, uh-huh. Basically, making it to where he would be born again in his own time. Oh, that's creepy and gross and weird. In his own time. Oh, so he. Okay, yeah, because that's on. That's another part of it. Is that like. Even if he is still dead, he died in the 21st century. So he's... Well, no, he died in the 20th century, not the 21st. Pardon me. Yeah. The 20th century. Sorry. When the 31st rolls around, what I'm saying is, he's coming back, right? Yeah, he's coming back. He's in a loop forever. Yeah, and uh, he... So, like, they... uh, So, the Guardians and uh, the Fantastic Four 
They traced uh, some of his energy to the 26th century, and you know they they fought a bunch of stuff. They basically, basically, they had the you know the baby Hitler situation where you know you have a baby, you know it's going to become a sure Hitler. Ah, uh, do we? You have that, but with Korvac. Yeah, eventually, because like basically they find it hard. They like they just like these are technically perfectly okay people who happen to sire this awful thing. I mean, the answer is that taking a human life is never morally permissible. Yeah, and then later, uh, and then later, he was uh, he was kind of put into a computer chip. Oh my gosh. How many times is this poor schmuck going to end up interacting with a computer in a way he doesn't want to? And then later, like, way later, Korvac came up uh, in front of uh, the Captain America as a Watcher to show, like, a future thing that the Red Skull would do with the Cosmic Cube. And no, yep. it's not the- That's it's, the tracks. It's not the one where he turns Cap into a Nazi for the second time, because he's done that twice. Uh, He's done, done that two times. He's done that two I times. I was only aware of the, the one in Secret Empire. No, he's done it two times. That's why I was super angry about it. What's comic book titles in the word secret? Uh, because it's a word, word that attracts a lot of attention. You get Secret Origin, you get Secret Wars, you get Secret Avengers, you get Secret Warriors, Secret Fighters, Secret... Secret Sex? Secret Rip. Secret Six. There's a restaurant in my neighborhood in Toronto... That's, uh, I, I assume this is some kind of menu mistranslation, but they have an appetizer on the menu called Secret Rip, and I don't, I don't know what that is, I don't know what part of it is secret, but I have always wanted to try Secret Rib. Oh, yes. It's the forbidden, <laughs> I would, I would like it more if they called it the forbidden rib, though. Like it was- The rib that no man can touch. <laughs> and it, really, obviously they can, because they're offering it, but it's very forbidden. Right. It's kind of like how the dice are the forbidden gummy. What? Dice are the forbidden gummy. What's the forbidden gummy? Dice. Dice, yeah. dice are. Sorry, yeah, no, it's just, uh, there was a little hiccup in the yeah. transmission and I yeah, didn't yeah. catch what it, said. It was, it was, it, the dice are the forbidden gummy. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, you know. They look tasty, but they're they, they, rock hard and made of plastic. Yeah, they, they, that's why they're so forbidden. Ooh. I mean, so, uh, so yeah, basically, like, Korvac was just like, hey, Captain America, guess what? If you, like, kill the Red Skull, like, he can't turn you into a Nazi twice. Well, no. He does... No, he basically tells him that uh, Captain America like decides to kill him in one version of the future, and the power like gets transferred into the Watcher, who first turns into Keg, who is finally revealed to be Korvac. <laughs> you! Jesse! Uh, you told me it wasn't Keg! Uh, no, it was, it was Gormack pretending to be Keg, pretending to be the Watcher. What? Yeah. I've completely lost track of this now. Yeah, and then with the Cosmic Cube, <coughs> like, he creates, like, his perfect paradise. And then Captain America's just like, hey, stop it, and kills him. And then, and then, like, a lot of people start fighting against Gormack, and then it reboots reality, and it kind of happens okay, over so and over ha- again. Hang on, okay. There's so much this that I I uh, not sure I do care about, but the one thing that I really do need to iron out is um, Korvac wasn't Kang all along. No, but in one specific instance, he, he was. He was. Kang. Yeah, he impersonated Kang. Okay, he was briefly Kang. He had a stint. Yes. Um. So. Yeah, but basically, like how in America, like he keeps on killing Korvac over and over again, but there's like a time loop, and then he gets, and then he's just like uh really angry, so he decides to start the loop again, but not kill <laughs> the Red Skull. Mm. Um, and then, yeah. and then, like, you know, it kind of, like, it, like, and then, like, it realized, and then he, like, kills Korvac, but, like, Korvac, turns out, wasn't actually dead. His energies were, like, scattered, and of course they because yeah. no one's ever actually allowed to die in a comic book. And then, and then during Avengers Academy, which is uh-huh. he finally gets all of their um, his stuff together. And then did they make fun of his desk legs? No, no, he's an energy being. 
Uh, yeah. And uh, he, like, Horvak basically was just like, hey, hey, don't, don't try to attack me because I can easily defeat all of you guys. But then his, uh, that's his whole shtick. But then, uh, his dead, not mm-hmm. dead, suicided, uh, uh, lovey, Karina. Oh my god. <laughs> pulls. Still, still around. Just making bad decisions in the hereafter. Uh, okay. Uh, assess, assess the, uh, like, she, she gets into the time stream and pulls, like, all of the future Avengers from the Avenger Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to I had, like, I put the, like, it allows the kids to control, like, their adult bodies. And, um, and it turns oh, out I that has. That. I think I read that. And it turns out Korvac uh, is defeated by Hazmat, whose older person, whose older version, can shoot antimatter, seemingly destroying him. Well, antimatter is poisonous, so that tracks with Hazmat's powers. Yeah, so that's that's Korvac. Seemingly destroying him—that's the thing about comic books, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's Korvac. I'm not going to talk about his stuff. He's he's omnipotent. I've never seen a character uh, who was more clearly an instance of, man, that design was a mistake. What can we do to fix it? Also, he's very clearly one of those Avengers villains that I will immediately not read a book of if I see him. <laughs> you can do yours. I'm not going to do it's mine. It's show. Okay. Uh, you can catch me on my podcast, Pitch Me Something, which Jesse was on recently. Uh, you can catch his superhero universe. I said this the last three episodes, so probably by now. Uh, actually, definitely by the time you're listening to this episode, our most recent one is my extended pitch for a Batman and a live action TV show that's all about the daily grind of detective work. And uh, we had, oh my gosh, we had so much fun doing that one. You should really check it out. Well, um, you can find us at frankly.implausible.com. Should have said that. Yeah, yeah, you can find that. So, so yep, this has been this has been Alphabet Flight and Justice is Sir. Bye.